0: Welcome to the show where three generations of family go head to head on a variety of topics. We got one Gen Zer, one Millennial, and one BDB. No matter what the topic may be, you better believe that it'll be up for debate. Today's topic is about the church. So, we do want to um, do this intro since you, you had some awakenings or some eye opening revelations.
1: Let's see. I don't even know where to start with this because I feel like clearly there was a whole lot going on that I was not privy to. I guess I'll start with the most recent thing. So this whole Joel um, Osteen situation and this, and this money that was found in, um, in this church. So essentially, a plumber was there to fix a toilet or whatever the case may be, and the toilet was loose. So, you know, they broke the wall to get the toilet out and see what was going on. And a whole bunch of envelopes and money, about $600,000, fell out of the wall. And then in 2014, well, what we learned since in 2014, Joel Osteen had uh, filed a claim for money that was missing. Now, what I have gathered since. This must have been money that was lost. Because in reality, that'd be kind of stupid to file a claim and then hide the money in the church. (laughs) So apparently uh, there was some type of reward that was out that was being offered by the church for anybody who found the money and stuff like that. So, I think this one might be legit. But it leads to a bigger issue and uh that issue is just money in church. And besides the money in the church, there were new things that were popping up that I was unaware of. And that's the pastoral adultery this was news to me so i'm chilling explain so i'm chilling with the wife and the sister-in-laws and whatever and you know they're watching reals real housewives of potomac or whatever and this lady on there keeps saying you know i help my husband or whoever you know build a church and everybody's like oh you're stupid for being with him and this and that and all this other stuff and i'm like what is going on so i'm like who is she talking about and they're like jamal Bryant," and i'm like Jamal Bryant, I only know one Jamal Bryant. I'm like the like Jamal Bryant. I'm like nah, no way.
0: You mean like out to the people? Jamal Yeah,
1: Bryan? I'm sitting here like like the pastor, and they're like yes, and they're looking at me like I'm crazy. Like you don't know, and I'm like clearly not. So like yeah, he's got like ten kids and the whole bunch of baby mamas, and you know he does this, and all. I'm like, and people still attend the church, like it's all good. And they're like yeah, they just kind of just it's like whatever. I had no idea. Now, then I got put on to like this whole John Gray situation. They're like, yo, this dude is apologizing to his wife for cheating like every three months. And I was like, seriously? And they were now at this point they're looking at me like, bro, like you gotta do better. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, <laughs> I better. Had, I'm like, I had no like these are dudes who I like I watch them like yo these dudes are mad dope and all this other stuff, and I guess. Maybe I guess it's my fault. A possible a possible misinterpretation of you know Instagram posts or you know things they may have said that I thought they were speaking on the past and didn't realize this is something present. But I didn't even notice that it was something that was kind of just repeat offenses. Where it's like, yo, know, this dude's apologizing to his wife for doing stuff every few months. I was like, I had no idea. I did not know this dude was a known cheater and everything with mad kids and having babies on and all this like. It's just I had no idea, and like it's insane when you think about it. And like one of the things just that this Joe Osteen then kind of highlighted was I will never forget watching Creflo Dollar ask his congregation for sixty-five million dollars so he can get a private jet. I was like, like well, where are so we going on. with this? Or Ti being in church and they're like, you know how the pastor, there's somebody in here who's got deep pockets. <laughs> blessed pockets and it's just like it's like really and it's just it's it just makes you think like yo, what is happening it just feeds that stereotype and maybe it's not a stereotype maybe it's just reality that a lot of these churches it's all about money it's how can i you know what how can we get to the next dollar and to some degree rip these people off now it's kind of difficult at times to think that there's you know well actually hold on let me stop let me what do you guys think about it? And did you know about this whole- like, I was just about John to say, Gray. pick
0: me, ooh, pick me.
1: Like, yeah, like, did you know about all this John Gray and Jamal O'Brien and all this other stuff? Ooh, and pick for those... me,
0: pick me, pick me.
1: And just as pick a side me. note, I was a you know, weekly attender of Hillsong Church. So yes, my pastor, Pastor Carl Lentz, yes, it hit home for me too. And so it's just, I had no idea all this stuff was happening. So yes, please do share your knowledge because okay. this was news <laughs> to me.
0: I'm going to go first on this um, particular debate only because I have probably the most experience
2: before you go let's make clear
1: what the debate is for our audience what is the debate here well one I, I was asking for your opinion but yeah so the debate essentially is you know are these I don't want to say black churches but are these mega churches are they doing it for the money you know what is why is it that it seems like people look past the obviously nobody's perfect but is it for the money? You know, is it for the fame? You know, what exactly is it that, are they effective? Are they real churches? Like, are they, you know, like- Oh, pick me. Is truly the gospel. Like, what exactly
0: is it? Pick me, pick Got me. It. Okay. <laughs> Tag, you <hit>. okay. <laughs> All right. So, since I have literally grew up in the church, fall asleep <laughs> in the church, Wake up in the church, you know. Be there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then on Sunday, all day Sunday. Yes, served in ministry for a very long time. Was just having matter of fact, Chris, you was basically born in the church or practically dropped you in the church, and then you just fell asleep on the drums, you know. Oops. Um, but. I was telling my girlfriends this past weekend, I was just like, there was a time when I was younger that I thought that my career was going to be church. Understand? Like, the girl told me one time, a long time ago, he was like, yo, you are always here. And I, I took offense.
1: Can I interject real quick? Sure. I actually thought the same thing. See, which is actually funny because I think you were doing my mom's hair one day and I was like, yo, you do hair. Not like, I thought you was a gospel singer. <laughs> 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 like I, thought you, I was like, I thought you was all 100% church. That's just what I thought. And I'm saying, like, I was, hey, you do hair. Like, I it did, wasn't like you were doing hair. Like you do hair. So I was like, oh, I, I mean, really
0: know. you know, I, I, I went to get my license and see that. Thank you for bringing that up. Instead of going to college when I first got out of high school, I went to cosmetology school to get my cosmetologist degree because I was just like, you know, when I'm on the road, you know, this is what I'm going to be doing. I was traveling, doing ministry, going, you know, that was my life. Now, fast forward to 2022 and the tomfoolery that we now see on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, the Snapchat and TikTok with some of the more well-to-do preachers. There is nothing new under the sun. The amount of sexual perversion, backbiting, um, whoremongering, stealing, violent behavior that I've witnessed has been from church folks. Now, I, I, you know, I've been in, you know, the secular, secular, industry around industry people, and then I've been around gospel industry, um, artists and stuff like that before Twitter was a Twitter. Now you will see somebody who will sing, and preach the walls down, and you be a hot oh hot, hot in the service, and then you go in the back in of the office, and them mofos, and straight demons. And I'm not saying that this is the norm with everybody, but one thing that I had to realize in my old age is that being used does not mean that you can't be flawed, phony, fake, uh, whorish, evil. That does not mean you can't be all those things because if you look at any of the prophets and, 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 and apostles and ministers in the Bible that were used by God who had mad flaws. And because of the fact that I've been an artist, I always bring up David. David literally, and I'm not talking about um David Tutera or what's another David? Isn't that the wedding dude? Yeah, but see, people don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about David, King David, who is um had the heart of God. He was, you know, he was a musician, he was he was the bomb.com, But he literally set up his boy to die in in, in battle so he can sleep with his wife.
1: Yeah, it's kind of deep.
0: Yeah. So he can bang his wife. And this is, you know, people that were quote unquote used by God. Paul said, every time I try to do good, evil is always present. And Paul is one of the most famous apostles in the Bible. So the fact that, you know, Jamal, has his shortcomings, you know? And um, uh, John Gray, John, sometimes you you just need to sit down because you keep on, like every time you apologize, he got to apologize in public because you are making a fool of yourself in private. And when I say that it is nothing new back in my day when these mofos was trying to do stuff. And this is when I was like three pounds. Trying to do stuff to me. Wasn't no, wasn't no social media. None of that. I just had to deal with the joint and hope somebody believed me if I told them. And I think that's why I was so I was so jaded when I was younger because I always used to think that everybody was just oh, so full of the Holy Spirit. Oh, hallelujah! Oh glory be now outside eye, everybody, just because of the experiences that I had, especially when it comes to people in the church. And I'm not going to say the, the churches that I've been in, the artists that I've been around, because that's nobody's business. However, comma, the people that were of uh, the aforementioned people, they ain't nobody but um, a human being with, with fleshly desires. J- Jamal, he he wasn't a good husband, but she, she 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 Giselle decided she was going to try again and try to get their family back together, knowing that he had seventy eight baby mamas. But yet, at the end of the day, Jamal Bryant is really like the only pastor that's on the front line when it comes to social justice. So you're going to be like, no, we don't want you to speak for the people because you cheated on your wife. Now you're not married and you just slinging wherever, you know, are we going to say no to that? But yet he's on the front line doing what he got to do for the people that look like us on a daily basis. Meanwhile, John Gray, after A.R. Bernard, Dr. A.R. Bernard, respect, much respect, um, stepped down from Trump's administration as his um, uh, religious spiritual advisor, then here go John Gray. I want to go up there. You know, I want to sit up there with you too. Knowing, John, sit down. Sit, sit. All the way down. Because clearly John does like the camera. Hence the reason why he had his reality show on OWN. But that's besides the point.
1: He had a reality show?
0: Him and Aventer.
1: That's what John it was Gray. called? Yes. Oh, the book of John. I thought it was called the book of John. I was about to be like, oh boy, here we go. I don't know how I never knew. Like I didn't, I don't know. I just,
0: you can't, you can't get personal with it. You can't, you can't. And that's, that's, that's what a lot of us do. We put these ministers on pedestals and like their deity almost like, oh my God, they're used by God, you know, but the same God that uses them can use you if you make yourself available to him, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I think for me, one of the things like that, I always think with pastors, I feel like I I would always want a pastor who's been through some stuff. Like somebody who understands what's out there in the world this way. Like not only when they counsel you, but when they're preaching or whatever, it's like, it's practical. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They can speak from experience and I don't know. I find it weird even though like, like, again, I like John Gray. I like Jamal Bryant. Um, And Joel. I I like Joel. As a matter of fact, my brother has my Joel's Dean book. I don't know if he finished reading it, but um, it's just, I want them to, I want them to just have, not just work, just life and worldly experience. I feel like you need that. Like it's hard to me, I think, to be a pastor who's never been through anything. And I feel like a lot of the times, sometimes, well, I'm not saying a lot, but sometimes I feel like those are the pastors who, like, get up there and say, oh, yeah, Jesus this, Jesus this. And it's like, pastor such and such is out here at the strip club doing this, that, and everything else. And it's like, okay, clearly he's just wiling right now. But then you have this Jamal Bryant thing. And what's hard for me when I heard that, I was like, yo I get it no like I don't put anybody on the pedestal and nobody's perfect but it's very hard for me to be like I'm gonna go to his church on Sunday when it's like this dude had like 50 kids while he was married and
0: not all of them were while he was married
1: and it's just you're out here getting busy Let's just I think
0: he had one or two before he actually got married
1: I don't know if I don't want to say it's confusing it's just I don't know. It's hard. Like, how do you listen to somebody where it's like you're preaching? And I know you're not perfect, but if you ain't practicing what you're preaching, then why the hell should I listen to you? Like, and it was funny because it was are like Are you
0: listening to them or are you being taught by them? Because somebody teaching you. It's not necessarily being, you have to do this or you have to do that. They're teaching you ways, they're teaching you principles and practices, and so that you can then apply it to your life in however, in whatever shape, form, or fashion. But then at the end of the day, they're giving you tools, and then they're saying, okay, you need to go home and you need to study the stuff that I gave you so that you know how to, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know if it's more of you listening to them or Thanks. are you receiving information
1: so i'll give you an example so it's almost like this so let's just say as an example you go on instagram or something and you know pastor brian has a nice you know six or seven minute you know little clip up there and he's speaking on fornication and all this other stuff right and you're like all right great this is awesome and then you just so happen to Glide by, what is it, Bravo or whatever network mm-hmm. the, the show was on, and you're literally listening to people be like, "Yo, this, why are you even with this man?" Like, before they even said his name, I was just sitting there like, "Yo, who? What kind of man is this woman with?" Like, this is crazy. I was sitting there like, "Yo, this is crazy. Like, who is this dude?" And everybody was you like,
0: found out he was a a well known pastor. He was like,
1: "What?" Yeah, and I was like, "What?" this is crazy so to me it's that kind of thing where it's like you just you listen to people talk about stuff all the time and give advice and preach the word and preach the word on things that they're clearly not following and then it's kind of interesting like you mentioned he file he's you know he's always on the front line for social justice and things like that and it's weird it's kind of like do you back him on social justice and And the church like is it one or the other or if you back one you got to back the other it's kind of it's just weird i don't expect anybody to be perfect but i do feel like as an example like you know like the presidency i do believe that there are requirements you know in a certain standard that you have to hold yourself to to be in a particular position you know i'm saying perfect no but for lack of a better way of saying it, better than the average person? Yes, or more well-behaved than the average person? Sure, but it's just hard to think. Like, yo, know, I wish I could remember everything they said. It's just hard to think that the way they were talking
0: I know, I know on exactly. The show, I know everything they said.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just hard to be like, yo, know, they're talking about like a prominent Black pastor, you know, with a large following being this kind of person. And it's just, it's just weird to 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 see, I guess, and here because I just didn't expect it. But maybe I should expect it. Cause I mean, this is something that we see that's going on a lot. It's like these, and it's not just pastors, but it's also these guys who are online, the Derek Jacksons, you know what I'm saying, who act like they're the holier than thous and all this other stuff and whatever. And then next thing and you knows, in different know, codes. Mm-hmm. so I guess my question is where exactly do like are are these mega churches real and I guess I'll just answer that really quickly for myself I think they are real and I think there are people out there who do it the right way because it's one of those like we've all been in a church where it's kind of like yeah we got a building fund and we got this (laughs) we've got a building fund and we've got this and we've got that and it's just like yo Where's this money that I'm giving y'all going to? Because we ain't paid anything since I've been in here. And then you see these other churches and it's like, well, how did you get this church? Hey, the people, you know, they're paying their tithes, they're sowing, and we're growing. And you know what I'm saying? I've seen churches who take that money and they build bigger churches and they, you know, they remodel, they renovate, and they try to make it, you know, a greater place. And then other people it's like, Hey, I see this pastor is out here, you know, getting new whips and new houses and new cars, and he's doing his thing. But this church, is a box like what are we doing what are what are we sewing into and then you see then you have like the behaviors of the pastors and the people in the church and then it's just such it's such a weird mix of i don't know just behavior that it kind of becomes confusing and you don't really know where to go so to me i think people like michael todd i like him i think he's real i think he's genuine i think he's you know what i'm saying on the front line i think he he absolutely like he preaches in a way where it's like yo know, i've been through some stuff and i'm going to tell you what i've been through and don't even go through that like you know what i'm saying like he's telling you that stuff and he's living it and it's mm-hmm. not you know what i'm saying and it's just it almost seems like people like him become more rare every day true or even like you know it's actually funny. He's, he's a pastor now, but like growing up, he was like, he was like my mentor. He was my tutor, you know what I'm saying? Pastor Dwayne, he uh, was the efficient at my wedding. Like people like him, I remember like just coming up and he would, he kept it so real. Like he was just like, yeah, you know, like, this is what you got to do and this. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just kept it so real with you. And it was just like, wow, like I never knew that I could talk to, you know, a man of God about this stuff. But then at the same time in your mind, it's like, I should be able to talk to somebody about this kind of stuff. Why not a pastor? You know what I mean? Like, why is it, why are certain things so taboo to talk about? And it's like, yo, this is life. And if you're talking to somebody who hasn't, ne- who has no experience in, in this stuff or in just in the world at all, because I think one of the things that also happens in these churches, people get very judgmental. And as soon as you become a Christian or whatever, or you get, you get baptized and the very next day, you've never done anything wrong. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's, it's kind of, it's, I don't know, it, it, it's a weird thing, but I definitely think megachurches can be real. I think mm-hmm. they can be effective when led by the right people. And I think that's a very obvious thing to say, but I also think we see, not that these people are the wrong people, but it's just, you're not really helping the stereotype of what people perceive the megachurch or the black megachurch to be. sure
2: um as far as
0: i like your hat by the way
2: thank you ripping the brand. you already see how it goes um as far as debating whether or not megachurches are effective i think regardless of what the stereotype is i don't think you're ever gonna stray away from the stereotype it is what it is you know what i'm saying anything that's led by a human being is bound to be spoiled by human you know what i'm saying human flaws so I'm not surprised, that doesn't surprise me, but when you talk about, or debating whether or not the mega church is effective, I think yeah. Um, I think personally, church is the new trap. As opposed to selling bricks, they're selling hope. You know what I'm saying? So you have, the, the, the effectiveness really lies within the fact that you have a ton of influence. You have tens and thousands of attendees every Sunday. That's effectiveness, that's efficacy. You know what I'm saying? It's not a matter of morality anymore. That's subjective to everybody. Because obviously you still have the same people coming back every Sunday. Looking towards whatever they're looking towards. And at the end of the day, like I said, church is the new trap. When you look at drug dealers, whether or not you're debating the morality, you look at them and some people say, oh, I want to have that car. I want to have that road. So you come to Sunday, you see your pastor with a private jet in a mansion or whatever. That's what you aspire to want, essentially you know what I'm saying you're hoping that being in the presence of that is going to ultimately lead you to the things that or the worldly possessions that your pastor has you're in a big church you know what I'm saying the status you had I remember uh one of these um what reality shows where it was Dietrich Haddon a bunch of people on there
0: uh Preachers of LA Preachers of LA same situation
1: there was a show bad. called Preachers of LA. Yeah,
0: man. Yeah, had yeah. Noel Jones, you had um a bunch of big names. Dietrich Haddon and his wife. Yeah, that's that's it's my sorry. You're selling that's hope.
1: Indulgences.
2: Selling so, hope. Churches are effective. Scandalous? Yes.
0: Effective? Absolutely. Moral? That's suggest- but when you said when you say effectiveness, um because of the fact that most black people let's just call it what it is. Most black people and people of color are a part of a church, right? Um, Growing up in Brooklyn, you have 16 churches on one block. Absolutely. Right? You go down Rogers and you see a church and each church about four members and three (laughs) of them is your family. You know what I'm saying? But then you have the mega churches that are like, um, TCC's, um, Allen AME, the New Hope, New Birth, excuse me. Um, Joel Austin Church? Lakewood. Lakewood. The Potter's House. Um, shout out to
1: T.D. Jakes.
0: Shout out to T.D. Jakes. The AME out in um, California. You know, I'm not I'm not forgetting my church ruts. Then you have Colchic. You have all of these denominations. You have the Seventh Day of Festus. You have the Jehovah's Witness Man. Right, You have all of these organized religions but they're under the Christian guise, right? And you said are they effective? Jehovah's Witnesses don't vote. They're not into um, any type of public... Well, I
2: mean, before you get into that, I think it's important to highlight what it is or how you or highlight how you define effectiveness, because well, it's really contingent what go you into. hope to gain from it, and that's
0: well, sep- uh, specific to each person. Okay, let's 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 do a quick history lesson. Kaya's history lesson. Church history lesson. do no Church, huh? That was like okay. a okay, okay, yep. um, church in the United States, the black church was founded in slavery, right? We all know that. Hmm? Okay. We all know that. Now, um, when we first came here, we didn't have the, the the culture and the home that we came from, that we were stolen from. So we had to kind of make make it up and we kind of put in our own, uh, the rituals that we had from our tribe, because now we're a whole bunch of different tribes coming together, you know, and now we're on a plantation together. And now we're trying to get, you know, ourselves established in this foreign land and we scared to death and we being worked to death. So now church was the escape, right? We sang, we praised, we, we, we um, hid uh, messages within the songs that we sang so we would know when certain people are coming or what to do when this happens. You know, we, we, we did that as a form of unity, right? And then my boy, Nat, they had him going around to the, um, the uh, plantations so that he can keep the slaves in check because they seemed like they was trying to get out of line these slaves is out they mind you need to use the word the scriptures so that you can let them know that they must adhere to the slave master and they must do the slave master's bidding and that's what Nat turner originally was going around to do until he's like wait a minute i heard from god and he said this ain't what it is we gonna kill these mofos Let's go, you know. Now, granted, they killed him. And I believe his um, hair is still inside some chairs. They skinned him alive, used his his skin as as lamp skins, you know. This is the savagery, but we're not going there. That's not what I'm talking about. So, huh?
2: I said, yeah, I'm kind of confused. Yeah, no, I I just
0: had to, uh, you know, I had to give a backstory. So, moving forward, the church still was the the unification of us. Even after the Emancipation Proclamation, and we were quote unquote free. We still Mm -hmm. gathered because that was the safe place. You know what I'm saying? And then you had them, the others that would come burn the churches, you know, burn crosses on people's lawn in the name of Jesus. Right. So you had a, a separate type of religion but we were quote unquote praying to the same god right okay but we still had the churches and then the church throughout the uh, throughout history has been the the cornerstone of change and of the voice of the people and um to be like a refuge for those that are weary that are wounded that just need help the church was that thing when it came to socio-political Issues. The church was on the front line. Big ups to my boy, Martin Luther King Jr. That was a minister, Ebenezer Baptist Church. He went all over the country preaching the word of God and inspiring those um, and sitting with the president for change for people that look like him. That looked like you, that looked like me. Now, I don't know when the shift happened. I believe it was in the 70s and 80s when the um, crack cocaine epidemic happened, that now church went from that pillar in the community that was the one that was, you know, uh, that basically kept the community in line, kept the community safe. Then you had people that were just more so in, in it for, yeah, I got the bins, I got the Rolls Royce. I got the big house. Yes. All I'm right, doing the right. efficacy. Then just ro- roll with me Okay,
2: all right. Yep.
0: the efficacy. So then, n- then you get the more, um, they start to realize they could really monetize this and, and get paper. Have you ever seen, um, what's the dude? Um, um and he would just a lot more specific he he would just do like this like that's i know you're talking about you know who i'm talking about right
2: i don't know his name but it doesn't matter yeah okay
0: but you know what i'm talking about and he would just he would just um put his hand and everybody would just fall out right then you had you had these big like the tammy faye bakers and the these ministers epitomized like godliness you had um, Jesse Jackson, who was also a minister. Then you had Fred Price. You had the Fred Price was like the real big one back in the day. That was a black man that had a nice car. That was you know G. E. Patterson. These were the people that were on um, TV, black um, uh, pastors that were really, you know, speaking a word. But then they also had like bank. You seen them with big houses and big cars. And then you you had us that was like oh. I got to say, this is the, this is the legal hustle. I could, like you said, Chris, I could hustle out. And now that's why you have a church on 69 corners because people now get the 501c3 status from the government. They get free stuff from the government. Any money that you get in is they don't, you're not taxed on. So all of these donations that come in from uh, Jennifer and Louie and Lonnie and Chris and Berta, all of these donations, they can just go right in your pocket and you don't have to say a, a word to Uncle Sam. And when people understood that this is the new hustle and they can really get it how it's gotten, a lot of us took advantage of it and use that as the new hustle and just learned how to, they, they faked it until they made it type of religion and, 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 and you know what I'm saying? So when I, when I say efficacy, I'm, I feel that the church is watered down from the way that it was in my, in my man Martin's time because you, the churches were the source of change. Churches right now what change are you seeing?
2: Well, Brooklyn that's, that's should not subjective. have any crime
0: with as much churches as that, that they have. That's very
2: subjective. That's no, very—it's specific to—it's—it it it is. It's reality. My, what, it's,
0: what, what what is the church doing right now?
2: Because that's 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 that's, that's what that's what you down
0: want, five things.
2: mother. That's what Run you down want.
0: Five. This okay. is a debate. Run down five. I want to know what they doing.
2: efficacy Right. And the ability to be effective in whatever movement you're trying to push. Right. The church, the church and more specifically, religion has always been easily weaponizable, even before the 70s and 80s, regardless of whether or not it's Christianity. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. So the effectiveness of religion has never been understated. Right. It's just dependent on what movement you're trying to push
0: okay you're just speaking in that case social change sure let's go let's 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 go there let's go there the movement the church yeah but you just said that it's not
2: effective in social change but i'm talking i'm debating the efficacy of church Church i'm about to tell you how i'm about
0: to tell you how you know how the church is um effective the church has been the backbone of these laws
2: so you're speaking more specifically to social change then yeah i'm just speaking about the effectiveness of church that's what i'm saying i'm not i'm not disagreeing the with of social change the fe- but okay, church if, is but if- church and religion is just flat out effective because of how easily weaponizable it is think about all these extremist groups right it's in the name of religion allah right
0: don't say allah that's what they say because i know no but i'm saying you have more you, you have more people doing stuff in the name of jesus christ than you have doing christianity, it in the name of Allah.
2: christianity and and i believe the muslim religion are the two top religions yes. in the world yes right and their ability to get things done regardless of what those things are
0: mm-hmm.
2: cannot be understated because it's religion something that's undeniable. When you put God or a deity in the mix, you don't question it. But when you have someone that's preaching about God and a deity that can't be denied, then you have the ability to make things happen.
0: Do you not remember, do you not remember how this um, country was formed because they were Correct. looking Which for is my a new point. land Which so that they point. can have religious freedom? Which is my point. <laughs> efficacy. But Are efficacy you
1: talking about who?
0: Huh?
1: So we're talking about it being effective, as in general, just, like general use effective.
0: are you talking about general use? That's what I've been saying. Just efficacy. That's what efficacy. Nah, is. You can't do so, a general use in twenty twenty-one. Yeah, so
1: I, I kind of think. So I look at it this way. So if church just,
0: I, talk I, about general I, use. literally kept trying to repeat to you
2: the same thing,
0: <laughs> literally.
1: So I kind of look at it like this. For general use purposes, whether that's, you know, to spark social change, start a war, create laws, you know what I'm saying, legislation, change, war, whatever it might be, for general use, is it effective? I think it's, a, it's effective for those obviously doing it. So the person who's planning the attack, oh, this is slavery was right because this is what the Bible says, and they pick that one line in the bible that they can manipulate even that might not be what it meant but they can find a way to manipulate that one line and then they do that sure i think for me when i was talking just for clarity when i was talking about effectiveness i was just talking about is the church effective in doing what the church is supposed to do so based on the message that you're preaching from the word you're preaching it from from are you effective in doing that so if we're talking about saving souls is the mega church effective in doing that now we'll get to that in a second but this general use thing is kind of interesting though because i also think it applies to the knowledge base of the people who you're using it on Mm -hmm. so if for example like if i try to use the general use idea of you know like if i come to kai and i'm like oh, well, we're going to create this legislation of racism or whatever the case may be, you know, something that's, you know, hard, that's backed by racism. You're going to know, like, that's not, this is not what the word means. Why? Because you know the word. Mm-hmm. Somebody who doesn't know that will follow that and think that that's what it means. So the general use, it's, it's hard. I, it, it, I, it is subjective. I think it's powerful for the people who, like, if you can if you can get a following just off of, hey, you're going to get, you know, 16 virgins or 90 virgins in the afterlife, just strap this bomb to your chest real quick and make oh. it happen. That's you know deal. what I'm saying? That's like That's a
2: deal right there.
1: It's like, so what you're saying is it's going down when it goes down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm it goes down what I'm saying. when it goes down. And it's just like that's effective whether or not you're lying to them whether whatever it might be if you can it's effective when you can manipulate it you know for your use and it's so wide-ranging even though that's not what it's that's not what it should be used for but it's so wide-ranging because i mean that's what christianity or islam that's what these things are for essentially like these are not necessarily, like, I don't look at Christianity specifically as a religion. To me, it's a way of life. It's how you live your life. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know if the word, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Kai, you might know. I'm not even sure if the word religion is actually in the Bible. Like, the actual word religion. Do a control F on the Bible and see if you can find it. We can't hear you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Whoopsies! <laughs> sorry
1: I was saying yes it is okay so like it's just very weird to me you know what I'm saying like it's it's the, the general use thing it, it's, it's a manipulative thing I think it's if you're using religion or Christianity, Islam I don't, I don't care what it is Confucianism, whatever it is Hindu, Buddha, whatever it is if you're using that to manipulate people then to me It's already being used the wrong way So it's hard to say that Using religion for General use Is the right way to go Now again a lot of stuff that we use in that way Is effective because Again you're manipulating you know what I'm saying So it's It's hard I just kind of feel like Once you step outside Of using it for what You should be using it for like if you're not Saving souls if you're not You know being the example that you should be as you know the leader of a church or whatever the case may be then how exactly is what you're doing lasting or sticking because it's almost like and I'm going to just use you know no disrespect I'm just going to use Jamal Bryant as the example if I'm watching him and the way he moves no matter how great his word is and no matter how you know how wonderful he is and how powerful he is I might just be like, well, yo, Pastor Brian out here doing his thing, too. So, you know, can't be that bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yo, people, a whole thousands of people here to see him on Sunday. I mean, it's all good. People know what he's doing. Nobody really cares. You know what I'm saying? So, is it, I guess... I
0: think that comes with spiritual maturity.
2: I think that's, that's a good word for it, too. Because there's a very great disparity between religion and spirituality. Absolutely right. so when you come to a church whether general so forget general use right so when you talk about morality and saving souls and you know leading people to be spiritual the church absolutely has the potential to be effective in doing that because of its ability to be influential um, however when you get to the flesh that's when things start getting a little muddy right exactly. because then you start separating the relationship between your pastor and the relationship mm-hmm. with your higher power
0: and a and lot of people are able to connect
2: And a lot of people not able to discern so when we come back to the efficacy right the uh-huh. ability to be effective the ability to or in this case be influential the church will always have that power being that you're dealing with something as high stakes as
1: a someone's God. soul and they're
2: right connect. you know what i'm saying so that will always be the case regardless of who's on that pulpit it just ma- it just depends on one, the level of discernment in the follower And two, the effectiveness of the preacher Or the pastor or whatever spiritual leader is up there
1: So just as a, I guess, quick follow-up to that So in regards to discernment The church goer needs to understand That the pastor is not God And see the difference between the two Because I do think that a lot of times, especially in the mega churches and in the big churches, the pastor is the Almighty. Mm -hmm. I'm saying he's rich, he's powerful, he's got the church, he leads the people, he does all these things. Therefore, you know, the influence is there. It's just, and now that I think about it, to be honest with you, it's kind of disappointing because I think when you, like, when I think of church, I feel like, The way I think of it and the way the world thinks of it are two very different things. Because a lot of times you hear people think, oh, they just want money. Are they just trying to get this from you? Are they just trying to do this? And it's kind of like, and this is another thing that I kind of want to get to in regards to effectiveness. How effective are you if what the thing that people associate with you is negative?
0: Stay tuned for scenes from the next episode of Up For Debate
1: and you start to manipulate the system for your own and your own game. And I are feel you, like are you, that.
2: Are you admitting to manipulating the
1: system? No, because...
0: Ah-ha! <laughs> are you admitting well,
2: to manipulating as a matter of fact... cash register?
0: Fab Maven, the official brand of the Maven movement, a bold and unapologetic brand for the culture that uplifts and empowers. A brand that says, we got something to say. So go to fatmaven.com right now and get your online shop